start. We're recording now. Okay. So welcome to another episode of the Hubtype podcast, Conversations with Hubtype. I'm pretty sure Joy doesn't like that name, but it's too late to change it because I've said it on like three of them now. Um, and today we are joined by Keiko. Hello, Keiko. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. We've already done the hey, how are you? This is just for the podcast. It's lies. It's yeah. lies what we're doing right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ke- I'm honoured to be here today. As you should episode. be. It's, it's a big deal, you know. We've had the likes of Joy, uh, Mark Luan, um, Mark, all the Marks. We're going to go through all the Marks. All the Marks. Go- we're going to try and break up. Marks we have. Yeah, we're going to try and break up the Marks because, you know, <laughs> we want to show that we're an equal opportunities employer. Um, so background on Keiko, she is um, originally from Peru, master's in marketing and is our current operations guru. And I think you're the first person we've interviewed who's came from intern to full-time hub typer. Yeah, well, not from the whole company, but I think that for the revenue team, it is. Okay. So what you, what was it like when you started as an intern here? What were you doing? Um, I was actually hired to do content marketing, which I did for like two months and then totally changed. And well, after a couple of months, I was starting doing operations more and more. And then I got hired full time for ops. So it was nice. We were in the office for like two weeks and then COVID happened. (laughs) Yeah, there's a few people have had that or just started remote. But like my question is like going from for those of you who don't know, content marketing is all like about it's, it's what I do. It's uh, it's like, you know, creating like webinars, blogs, things like that. It's very like, I don't know, the, is it left or right brain? I don't know. It's, it's more, it's less numbers based. And then you switch to operations, which is a very a nerdy numbers based kind of role. But very yes. important. Why did you make the switch? Um, well, actually, I really liked Haptype and what they were doing. So I just applied for, you know, the intern position. And then... I don't know. I wasn't as good, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> and then I started, you know, like um, doing more numbers, more and more. Like, I think it was just like this natural flow, I guess. Um, I was good with numbers. And then people started asking me to do, you know, like reports and things. And then I started learning about Salesforce. And yeah, it was very natural, actually. Really? Uh, have you always been like kind of a, a numbers nerd deep down? Yeah, I think so. I was already like I was always good at math. So, uh. and then like the weird thing is that I've always studied things that I didn't apply. Well, I guess which is I did like where I'm going to next. Thank you. You uh, you studied like really? you, obviously you have a master's in marketing um, uh, from Politecnica yeah. Catalunya. I think I read. Yeah. Um, I read like I've read it in the New York Times. I, I obviously creeped on the LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you studied, uh, like, when you first started, you studied uh, um, hostelleria. Yeah, hospitality what, what, management. What attracted you to that? That was such a switch. Dude, I don't know. Like, I was fresh out of high school, had no idea what to do. I was 17, and I would love traveling. So I said, okay, hospitality management <laughs> seems good. But it's like hospitality management and, you know, like business, like Ale, you know? Mm-hmm. And, well, that gives that gave me, you know, like the foundations I guess and for everything else and then yeah and then I started working in an NGO doing communication so yeah I don't know I always speak <laughs> super weird things to <laughs> study and end up doing like the totally opposite and you worked I with... did, however did you know like a 
um, mention, I don't know how it's said in English, on business analytics. So that kind of was something around what I do now. Okay. And you were, the NGO you worked for was uh, Acción Contra Hambre? Is that right? Action Against Hunger, yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, pretty much lunchtime for most of us. But what was that like? <laughs> so I shouldn't make jokes about NGO. I, 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 I worked at an NGO when I first started out. Really? And it was hard, hard work. But I want to hear about, about your experience. What was it like working at Action Against Hunger? Um, well, it's a very fulfilling job. I guess, but I wasn't actually doing, um, you know, like field work. I was actually in the office. I did fundraising. So I did a lot of campaigns and kind of was selling um, like a sales rep for a bit. Uh, fundraising. And then, yeah, yeah, I was fundraising. Um, so it was very fulfilling. I got to travel a lot, meet a lot of like different communities. Um, and in Peru, it's amazing because, you know, um, there's a lot of traveling around the deep parts of Peru. And that was, well, um, eye-opening, I guess. So wow. I had five years there. Um, and yeah, it was really hard to leave it, though. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Yeah. Was there, was there any, is there any, like, memories that stick out? Any, like, uh, particular high point you think of? Yeah, oof. well, besides the traveling, we were actually awarded... Um, this prize by the World Health Organization because we actually accomplished to um, get all the kids under five years of age of a small community in Ayacucho that suffered like a lot of for terrorism and stuff. Um, and we got them out of, they were like chronically malnutrition. Oh, wow. Was, yeah. And it was, you know, like getting local, um, it was all done with local resources. It's about like teaching and finding all ways of conserving the alimentos, the food. Um, so we rescatar técnicas ancestrales. That's like the name, like how we described it. And yeah, it was amazing. Well, you actually so have an award from the WHO. Yeah, impressive. we got an award for them. For the, you might, you might the be project the most... we did in Ayacucho. You might be like the most well-decorated member of the Hubtite team. I don't think anyone else has a, anything from the UN or WHO. Well, it wasn't on me, you know. But yeah, it was but like... you're part of it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like when the sales team do well, I live in that as well. I go, yeah, we're all part of revenue, you know. True. Sh share the success and separate yourself from the failure. <laughs> okay so how did you um actually one last thing i want to talk about before we go into like uh, hop type stuff i saw that you worked okay. in a spa when you were like very very like i think it was your first oh job God. you have on your career what was that like Gordon, what are you bringing this up because i okay, have to know um, i were like i was studying hospitality management so i started doing an internship in a hotel and they had this position available at the, at the spa. So I was like opening, closing, doing the appointments. Oh, I also like was able to meet like celebrities like J-Lo. Oh, really? Yeah. They stayed there and they was always like asking for massages and shit. So. Oh, no. No, we've sworn on this before. <laughs> Don't worry. I might have to do that little message at the beginning and be like, Keiko uses some foul no, language sorry. that may offend people. Yeah, um, I mean, it's the only people who listen are really like 10 have people in the company. <laughs> so, although we do have like some listeners from uh, the United States, I want to know who they are, or maybe mm -hmm. it's just the tech team with the VPN on to get that US Netflix 
Yeah, maybe someone from the team. Which we don't endorse, but is a good idea if you want to listen, if you want to watch something decent. So (laughs) you met, I mean, like, that's a pretty good, like, starter job. My, My starter job, I think, was well, either a bar or a warehouse and dealing with drunk Scottish people. So definitely not <laughs> in, in both the warehouse and the bar, actually. Um, so not as cool as, as um, massages for JLo, which I'm yeah, definitely well, going to tell people you did. Yeah, I massages, just to be clear. <laughs> was like, you know, handling the appointments and sending them a suicide to the rooms and things like that. Who was the, who was the most demanding uh, guest you ever had? Well, I remember JLo because the list of like requests she had when she was coming to the hotel was crazy like you know um they had this list of food they wanted and it was like american brands pancakes i mean you're in peru you're like about to eat like the most amazing food of your life and you're asking (laughs) for american brands of pancakes it's like come on hey what JLo wants, JLo gets yeah and she had like three rooms one for like training well it was it was yeah. Crazy. I mean, the woman's in shape. I'll give her that. Like I know. Like she. Uh, who had, looks like that at forty? It, I think she's fifty or something crazy. Oh, to be no. fair. So maybe. maybe maybe it's because she always insists on a training room at a hotel. So we could all achieve <laughs> and have that. Pancakes, you know. It's the pan. You're right. It's the pancakes. It's the pancakes it's the that pancakes. does it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, tell uh, our listeners, um, one of which I assume <laughs> is JLo. Um, a little bit about your role at Hubtype. What's a typical day? Okay. Um, well, I do revenue operations. So basically my job consists on um, helping the sales team and well, also the marketing team um, have everything together, being able to accomplish goals. I keep the CRM, which is Salesforce, clean. Um, and I make sure that everyone follows processes. I create the playbooks. Um, and yeah, keep everything in line and organized, which I, I love. So yeah, basically that my typical days, um, doing some reports, making sure everyone has enough accounts to prospect, um, making sure that the meetings are logged correctly. And then also weekly reports on how we're doing, how on target are we, um, and yeah, how should we move opportunities and to find, you know, those spots to be able to make our processes more efficient. So what, in your opinion, is the best thing, like the most satisfying thing about uh, Salesforce and the most frustrating thing about working on Salesforce? About Salesforce specifically. Yeah, or just like your job. Like, is there anything you do when, you, like, when you're done, you're really satisfied? You're like, yeah, that looks nice. Yes. So when I finish, you know, like a dashboard that I've been working for a week or two weeks on, that's very satisfying. Um, especially when I can be like, when I'm able to get some insights that are actually valuable that we can apply and that give like positive results. So that's something I really like and frustrating. Well, HubSpot (laughs) (laughs) working with marketing and HubSpot. That's like not my favorite part. Yeah. The connections are not the best. And we're, I'm, I'm, I'm for people listening. I'm the worst, uh, culprit of messaging, uh, and be like, Hey, how do I do this? Hey, why is this not working? (laughs) <laughs> so I think maybe I'm the yeah. most frustrating part of your job. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I didn't want to say it like that. Well, no, no, no. You put up with Jada, but... so you put up with me. It's fine. Okay. No, no, no. But I mean, we're getting there with HubSpot, I guess. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's it's all good. It's all good. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> I've worked I've worked in more chaotic environments. 
So okay. I think I know what your answer is going to be now to this follow-up question. If you had a magic wand and you could fix or create something uh, for Hubtype's ops, what would it be? Ooh, something. Mm. Well, I would create like all the process flows and automations without having to actually code them. <laughs> so that's something I would really like. And what would that, what would be the, if you had, if you could just produce that automatically, what would that mean for your job? Would you basically be automated? A lot of less <laughs> hours spent. Yeah. Cause when you're doing like process flows, you need to, you know, like use code words. And if that happens, if this field is blank, if today the created date is bigger than, so that like takes up a lot of my day as well. So that would be amazing to have a, a magic wand and just like, you know, pour my thoughts into the process flow <laughs> and make it happen. You're going to you're gonna be one of these people that sign up for that Elon Musk Neuralink thing in your brain, right? Where you just think <laughs> things and the computer does it? Well, I wouldn't discard the idea, to be honest. Like people are scared of it, but I would like, I would sign up like that. The moment like version two's out and they've got rid of some of the bugs, just like, you know, I fancy a workflow, done. Done. Imagine that. Well, I would be kind of scared, to be honest, right? I mean, it's something you, that you're connecting to your brain. So Yeah, they'd probably make you accept cookies and then read your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be able like, to see ads, you know, like <laughs> while you're sleeping, you'll get like ads put there in your dreams. That's real conversational sales right there. Like just yeah. a, a chat popping up in front of your eyes. Imagine that. Uh, kind of nightmarish, but hey. Yeah, as long as we sell it and no one else does, I'm okay with that. Um, okay, so I think I know your most like critical tool for your job is probably Salesforce. But is there anything yeah. else that isn't like tech that helps you get work done through the day or is like really critical? Like I always say, mine is my yeah. coffee machine. I think Joy's is Spotify. Oh, I was just gonna say Spotify. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I listen to music all day while I'm working. So that's a critical tool for me. And then, yeah, sales loft, I guess. Everything that's connected to my job, it's critical for me, like Salesforce, sales loft. Um, and then Slack, I guess, because that's like how we all communicate. Sure so takes. yeah, basically that. But you know, like say Spotify or YouTube sometimes. What what's your, what's your choice of music for getting shit done? Ooh, so Deep House, probably. Oh, you're one of them. You're one yeah. of them. Too cool. Too cool for school. Or classical music sometimes also. Anything but without I, lyrics. I like, like chill Deep House, you know, like very, because sometimes I cannot work with lyrics on, so yeah. I need to find like some kind of music that keeps me concentrated. That's fair. I can't work with lyrics either. I just, I know, yeah. I, I know people that, like, li that can work while listening to a podcast. For me, that's just brain frying nonsense yeah no 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 i'm i sometimes struggle to listen to like podcasts while i'm doing something like walking to the metro so, <laughs> so imagine like listening to a podcast and working i would never get things done okay um so let's have a look at my questions what is something okay. now it's kind of weird because obviously you're like pretty much at the beginning of your career but what's something you know now that you wish you'd known I don't know, when you started or maybe before you went to university, take your pick. What's what's like one thing you've learned that you think, oh, I wish I'd known that? Mm. Something that I wish I knew before. Or if you could give a bit of advice to your younger self. To my younger self? Yeah, I mean, 
I would just say to myself, don't think things too much. Because <laughs> I so. struggle about thinking things through too much and then things don't usually go as planned. <laughs> so I just don't stress about it. Overthinking. Um, yeah. I mean, come on. I never thought I was going to live in Barcelona, you know? And look at me now. So. And I bet you never thought you were going to work in ops. When exactly. Were, in when, ops in a startup, like in a tech-based startup. What? Just think, you like a, a few years ago, you were making pancakes for JLo and, and here yeah, you are. Yeah, I wasn't making them more than <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. I'm going to tell different versions of this. I'm going to say you were a Yeah, masseuse. yeah, yeah. I can, I can imagine how this is going to, you know, I mean, change. You're gonna, I'm going to tell people that JLo liked massages with pancakes on her back and that was your job. Well, she worked out in two separate <laughs> Well, she worked out. But it had to be a very specific brand of pancake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um, my pancake uh, dreams to one side. Um, if you could give a book to everyone in Hubtype, what book would it be and why? Ooh. Doesn't have to be work related. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't recommend everyone <laughs> to read something yeah, about the Salesforce manual for everyone. <laughs> um, well, I really enjoyed Sapiens. Yeah, um, I think it's a very nice book that everyone should read at least once. Yeah. The story of the brief story of humankind. So I think it's good. Gives you like nice insights to life. That is a very solid book choice. Um, right? Yeah, I think it's good. Like it, like it's you can like. It's weird when people pick super technical books and like, oh, it's not like, for everyone. Sorry. It's okay. Do you need to get that? This no. is all this is all That's going right. in the podcast, by the way. <laughs> I know, I know. No, no worries. <laughs> I am not gonna waste time editing it. Um, I know, Jordan. I know you. you I, I'm not I'm sure you won't. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to bring the Amazon man into the podcast, I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm 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 sure it's just like, you know, the mailman. It always <laughs> rings every bell in the building. Okay, so, so your your Amazon deliveries um, are done. Let's talk about. Okay, here's the nice one. If you had a billboard in Plaza de Catalunya and you could write a phrase, a mantra, whatever you want on it, what Whoa. would it be? Such hard questions, Gorzon. I stole them all from the internet. Oh my god! If there was a billboard. Oh my, I think my, my answer is probably going to be super lame. Um, <laughs> as long as it's not live, laugh, love, then we're okay. No, please. <laughs> be like something like, you know, trust yourself or go with the flow or life's too short. Ooh, I have one. Um, you know, they say that we only live 17 years because the rest of our life is spent either sleeping or working. So we only have 17 years to actually do what we want. That's a terrifying so, statistic. No, it means, well, yeah, it can be terrifying, but also it's like you only get 17 years to do what you actually love, so go for it. Can I take all my 17 years now? <laughs> all together? And then <laughs> all I together, just, like, then, then just work and sleep? And then kill myself. <laughs> it's one way to go. Okay, um, I'm going to change this because I've done the zombie apocalypse question a few times. Okay. I might add something. Okay, no quick, we'll, do, we'll cover it quick. Save, so. Sorry, go ahead. I have no idea who I would save, so yeah. Not who you'd save. Who would you bring with you? Like, who do you think would help you survive for, I don't know, a week? Yeah. Or get to safety? 
to get to safety. I mean, probably someone strong, right? Well, so you got different up. Like Joy picked Eric because she thinks Eric's super resourceful. Um, Kiki picked Joy because he said we're all going to die anyway. Joy seems like a good laugh. We may as well have fun, <laughs> which is nihilistic, but probably pretty accurate. Okay. Hmm. Well, I think I would probably choose Mike Lone. Mm-hmm. Because he's like someone I can, you know, like talk to about everything, and he's like, like natural. Like I think he's the kind of person who would probably understand what we should eat to like keep ourselves <laughs> healthy, and he's like strong. So if there's like someone they're like chasing us, like he can kick them out their asses. So. Uh, that that's a pretty good endorsement. Uh, is it Mark Loan or Mark Luan? I always say Luan. It's Loan. Well, I think it's Loan. I'm pretty sure it's Loan. Everyone calls him Loan, though. Mark, you can email me with your complaint about the way I pronounce him. <laughs> so he's strong, he's smart, and for some reason he knows how to forage for food. I don't know how he got the skill. I don't know. I think so. That's my impression, though. Mark, you look like the kind of guy who knows how to like find things on the street and eat it. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. a compliment? I'm not sure. Keep healthy. <laughs> I'm not sure either, but yeah. We've said it now. Okay. Uh last question I'm gonna add on, just because we got like a minute or so left. Okay, you're gonna be stranded on a desert island. You can take obviously you're gonna have you're gonna have like water and like I don't know, like oats or something. Food? Like to, you're gonna have like water and food, but nothing okay. else. So you can survive. But you get to take three things with you. What would they be? I think I've answered this question a lot of times before, but I never remember what I said. Um, so probably something like, well, I'll probably need fire, but a lighter would probably not last. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, a knife. A knife. Okay. A knife. Yeah. Well, let's see. A knife. What, what are you going to use the knife for? I don't know, like cutting food? Well, I mean, like, let's see. Killing, food... killing animals? But let's say your food's going to be supplied. Like they're just going to drop in a, a food every day, so you don't need to worry about survival stuff. So like three okay, things that you okay, can't okay. live without. So probably a book. Well, but I would get bored with the book. Like so, <laughs> once I read it, I have no idea. I'd probably oh sunblock. Yes, Keiko. that's smart. Sunblock. I would fucking take something. <laughs> I cannot, Gordon. I think I'm just like talking to you and now. Okay, so I would take sunblock, definitely, sunglasses, and a towel. <laughs> so you can basically live beach day. Beach day every day for the rest of your life. Exactly. That would be a nice like if I had food and water supplied for like forever, I think I would that doesn't sound that bad. It doesn't actually sound that bad now you put it that way. Oh. Because some people are like, oh, I would take like, you know, my phone or my laptop or something. But yeah. Nah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you're stranded in a desert island, what's the phone going to be work like, you know? How, the, yeah. how many how many days can you sunbathe and be on the beach before that gets a little bit repetitive? I don't know. Infinite. Infinite. I could be on the, yeah, I really like, like tanning and being on the beach because I had such a struggle when I was little to actually like, get some color on myself so <laughs> now it's just like one of my biggest pressures in life is just sunbathing chilling by the beach you know like going in the water out of the water and i can do that all day every day and we are in summer as well it has arrived exactly. so that is going to be my weekend i think although i am 
I think I'm a paler complexion than you. I definitely don't tan. I have to get <laughs> factor a hundred or whatever. Well, whatever. You need to work on it, Gordon. It's not like from one day to another. <laughs> You're giving me ta- tanning work. coaching. Yeah, I can be your tanning coach. Okay, is that something okay. you learned in the spa? <laughs> JLo told me that. JLo, of course, of course. Secret is pancake. Okay, guys, uh, that's us out for time. Uh, Keiko, you got any final message you want to say to Hubtight before we leave? No, I hope it wasn't like too boring. <laughs> I'm not sure how many people are going to like actually listen until this point, but thank you for being with us. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Okay, bye. Bye.